Stephanie Laska. Welcome to the Dirty Lazy Keto Podcast. I lost 140 pounds by continuing to enjoy my favorite light beer, tortillas, and chocolate. I believe you can have your sugar-free cake and eat it too. You don't have to be perfect on the keto diet to be successful at losing weight. Your journey on Dirty Lazy Keto, it starts today. Today's episode is sponsored by my newest book, Extra Easy Keto, Seven Days to Ketogenic Weight Loss on a Low-Carb Diet, published by St. Martin's Press and Macmillan Audio. If you're kickstarting or restarting the keto diet, or maybe you just need a kick in the pants, well, Extra Easy Keto is perfect for you. I'll teach you how to make the keto diet easier, doable, and fun in just seven days' time. Order your copy or download the audiobook of Extra Easy Keto by Stephanie Laska today. We are going to be discussing, is the ketogenic diet bad for your health? Is the ketogenic diet bad ah, for your health? Have you ever worried about that? Anyone? Um, have you ever been asked that question or been told that by somebody, maybe in your family, a coworker, or a friend? Maybe somebody's like, oh, that ketogenic diet, that's bad for your health. So give me a thumbs up if that's happened to you before, um, if someone's asked you that question or stated that to you. And maybe that person was you. That's possible too. Now, it could have been a family member who asked you this question, you know, or it could have been yourself, like your deep, dark worries, like maybe I shouldn't be doing this. Eh, eh. So if that sounds like you or the topic is interesting to you, please give us a thumbs up. So that way I know it's interesting. And if you wouldn't mind, answer that question in the comments because you might win a prize. Tell me, was it a family member? Was it a friend? Was it a coworker? Or was it you? Tell me in the comments who made you feel nervous about is the ketogenic diet bad for your health? So let's spin the wheel real quick while you guys are all commenting and let me know if that's happened to you. I like to pick someone from the comments to win a prize, and I do it kind of randomly. Woo, okay, so it's a fridge magnet today, a keto diet fridge magnet. So if you haven't won one of these before and you would like to win one, please say that in the comments, be brave. Oh, I was gonna reach down and show you one. This is what it looks like here. It's a dirty, lazy keto food pyramid, and it looks like this, and I'll mail one right to your house. So if you wanna win, you haven't won one before, Say that in the comments, and then maybe I will pick you at random because I like to pick people for prizes. And I do this out of the kindness of my heart. There's no like team, you know, there's no like department or anything. It's just me and my husband who does all the mailing. Um, but I'll send it to you if I pick you from the comments below. So comment away. Comment away. Sound good? Who's new? Is anyone new? If you see the new people, make sure you say welcome to them because, you know, when you're new, it's kind of scary to be brave and make a comment. So is the ketogenic diet bad for you? Is a ketogenic diet bad for your health? What do you guys think? What's your answer? Um, I'm going to say absolutely not. No way, Jose. No, 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 no. Is a ketogenic diet bad for your health? No, absolutely not. That is my opinion. What do you guys think? I think it's actually quite the opposite. I think it's one of the best options out there for um, eating healthy. At least it is for me. So I want to share with you the reasons why I believe that. And I'm going to focus in on five today. These are five tips and explanations for why I think 
the ketogenic diet is awesome and fabulous and great for you. And these are tips that you are going to be able to draw from when these critics jump out at you and they complain and they go, you know, or even yourself if you start to panic. So I'm going to go through five quick tips. We'll do this for probably about 15, 20 minutes. So stay with me the whole time. You'll have to let me know in the comments which of these strategies or tips or reasons is going to resonate with you the most. I'm curious. Okay. So first of all, if you're worried about this topic, I would like to start, you know, I love my little props. I want to start by getting out my police attire. No. Oh, that was underwhelming. I need some more lights. Whoop, 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 whoop. Here we go. I'm talking about the food police, guys. I got my police hat on. I got my police car. I know I'm trying to make you laugh. Is it working? Let's put on the glasses that aren't prescription. That won't help me. So here is the food police. You guys, you have to take a screenshot of this. This is so funny. But the food police, you guys, they want you to follow traditional rules about healthy eating. They think the old fashioned way to do stuff is the only way and the best way. So what do these people tell you? They are going to tell you stuff like, this is the food police talking, not me. The food police is going to say stuff like this. And this is, we are at the first strategy, the first tip, the first argument. They're going to tell you stuff like whole grains are the best thing you can do to lose weight and be healthy. They're going to tell you to eat oatmeal. Yeah? Does that sound familiar? They're going to tell you to drink orange juice and eat um, citrus fruits and tropical fruits, right? They're going to tell you those things. They might even tell you to eat granola bars and bran muffins and things of that nature. Now, what do you guys think about that? Do you think that that is the right thing to do? What are your thoughts on that? Because at least in my experience, when I was enjoying those kinds of foods, the oatmeal, the granola bars, the whole wheat toast, all of that so-called healthiness that my doctor even, my grandmother, all these people, my teachers, everyone told me to do these things and eat these foods. Well, I felt horrible all the time. I was overweight, I was hungry, I was miserable. I constantly had ups and downs in the way I was feeling. And here's the problem with all of this kind of talk and all that kind of advice. These people, these food police people, they are out there trying to shame you. They're tisk tisking you. You can't you can eat that stuff. That's not healthy for you. You can't be eating this ketogenic diet. Tisk, tisk, tisk. And they try to shame you about your weight loss methods. They try to shame you for not eating the way that they do. Does that sound true to you? Does that resonate? You know, they, they, and at least for me, you guys, when I start feeling attacked in that way, it really, the food police people, it really pokes me in a place that is emotional. It kind of brings me back to my childhood. And for me anyway, it's an emotional trigger. It pokes me. I get really, really anxious when those topics come up. And, you know, I used to worry like, well, maybe I am doing something wrong. You know, maybe they're right. Maybe I should be able to eat these sugary, delicious, you know, donuts in moderation or, or maybe I should be doing that. And I start to freak out and I panic. Now, I want you to be ready for this because this is a dangerous situation. When that food police come at you, be ready, you guys, be ready because this is a danger where your old childhood triggers, your old emotions from grandmas and and, you know, pediatricians and being overweight as a child, 
all those memories might come flooding back and interfere with your ability to think straight and to, to think clearly. So I want you to be ready for this. That's, that's number one. That is a serious issue. That's all number one. Just hang on to that because you and I both know we feel like garbage when we eat those high carb foods, right? Yes. Don't we feel like crap when we eat them? And then we overeat. And why should we have to eat that way? Why can't we eat our way? Because it's working for us. It's fabulous. Let's go with that instead. Now, there is, there are, I want to tell you a little story. Because I know some of you are like, really? Is this really going on? Are people really doing this to you, Stephanie? Yes, they are. There's one person who will remain nameless. This one person will remain nameless. But I know who this person is. And this person gets under my skin. And there's one specific comment this person in my life has made to me over and over again now for like, what, almost a decade that I've been eating this way. And this person has literally said to me, you know, Stephanie, you're probably going to die because you don't eat toast. You're probably going to get malnutrition and all sorts of health problems because you're not eating toast. Toast is healthy. Toast. I'm not kidding. I'm holding up a whole tray of toast. And this does not appeal to me one bit. This is the same person, mind you. This person who keeps telling me that I'm going to die from not eating toast. Who Really? Toast? This same person, you guys. Whenever I'm with that person and I'm at a restaurant, this is the same person who goes on to eat an entire basket of bread that the waitress or waiter, waitstaff brings to the table. This person loses control, loses their mind when the chips, the bread any of that, you know, freebie starch, breadsticks, all that stuff, this person loses their mind and eats all of it while we're sitting down to have a meal together. So really, I'm going to die from toast, but then they lose control and can't even stop eating the freebie, like garbage bread that's on the table. Interesting, interesting. Now that's not all. This person who will remain nameless also goes on in these situations because of all that sugar rush going on in their brain, in their heart, in their blood, this person then starts ordering dessert at the end of the meal when they weren't even planning on doing it. Now, if that person was wanting to do these things, that would be different and was okay with that. But that's not the case. This particular person who thinks I'm going to die from toast eats not only the whole bread basket, but then orders dessert when they don't really want to. And then after our meal together, spends hours and hours and hours complaining, where, 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 why did I do that? Oh, I wish I hadn't had that. Oh my goodness, my weight, this, that, the other, my medications, my, my illnesses, complains all day. I'm so tired, I need a nap. Oh, I need some coffee. Oh, I ate way too much at lunch, right? Way too much at dinner. This person is in my ear the whole day then after having that experience of eating the cookies, the dessert, the pie, the bread basket, the chips, but then complaining about their weight. Now, how ridiculous is that on a scale of one to 10? Is that the most ridiculous thing you've ever heard? Yes, it is. It is, isn't it? Yes, yes, yes. You should be agreeing with me. I find that whole lifestyle to be completely ridiculous. Now, do you have a story similar to this? Because I hope that you'll comment below and share. Because we are not alone in the struggle. We're trying to eat a ketogenic diet. We are trying to make great choices. And then we have these voices around us who are just crazy talk, right? I mean, come on. So if you have a story similar to this or a person in your life, comment below, release them. Don't be fooled by these people. 
high carb foods, you guys, made from sugar, made from flour, they are not needed for your survival. You are not going to die from a lack of toast. Let's be real. You do not need sugar and flour, which is what high carb foods are made of. You do not need these ingredients, these high carb foods to survive. You definitely don't. I'm living proof. I'm going on 10 years. Come on. Whew. Getting me all worked up today. All worked up today. Now I want to move on to number three. Number three. I know. We, I could talk about this all day, honestly. These are like my favorite topics right here. When I get talking about the food police, I just want to scream. So I want to move on to number three. Along the lines of the folks that will, you know, complain. The food police. These people, these food police folks, these critics, they also might start telling you this. They might say, all that fat is bad for your kidneys. Oh, the ketogenic diet, it's high in cholesterol, etc." Does that sound familiar? Have you heard those kinds of statements? It's bad for your health. It's bad for your kidneys. It's not sustainable. Nobody should go without a food group. It's not normal. The toast, the cholesterol, they always have all these random arguments that make absolutely no sense because I really challenge this statement. I challenge all of those statements because here are the foods that I eat on a regular basis. And I'm talking about every day. I eat stuff like broccoli slaw and salad on a regular basis. I eat the, um, what is it called? My lawnmower salad. I always want to say mow lawner. I always say the word backwards. The lawn mowing salad. Um, do you guys have that one? Have you tried that? It's the best from the first Dirty Lazy Keto cookbook. And having foods like this, making egg roll in a bowl, they fill me up. They taste great. And they're easy and affordable to make. That's not weird food. I'm not going to die. I'm eating healthiness, people. I'm eating real food. I'm eating like blueberries and strawberries. I don't have to eat a banana or pineapple to be healthy and strong and physically fit. I can eat berries too. I can eat low carb, low sugar fruit and be just as satisfied. And I feel like I'm even more satisfied nowadays with the foods that I eat compared to what I ate before. Because for the first time in my life, I'm actually eating foods and not feeling guilty. I'm eating real food like, for example, walnuts or other nuts. Healthiness. My whole life, my parents were like, don't eat nuts. They're bad for you. They're high in fat, high in this, high in that. No, these are actually good for you. They keep you feeling fuller for longer. They are super healthy. And the same goes, This, you know, people in Europe, they know this stuff about eating real dairy. I eat real dairy now, like whole fat, real fat, full flavored dairy. Now, I said it real dramatically because I want to make a point. I love the taste of real butter, the taste of real yogurt, the taste of real sour cream or cream cheese. None of that fat-free, low-fat, yucky, low-anything stuff. Real, actual products. You look at the ingredient list, and it's amazing, right? Compare this to what those people are eating. You look at the list, and it says, ingredients, milk. (laughs) That's it. Thank you. Amen to you, Dan and Whole Milk Yogurt with seven grams of net carbs per three quarters cup. Simple, honest food. It's real. It's straightforward. It's nothing weird. It's nothing, you know, suspicious. You don't have to freak out like, oh, the keto diet. What are those people doing? Well, I, in particular, I'm having a lot of healthy cruciferous vegetables. I'm snacking on things like celery. 
I'm having peanut butter. I'm having cream cheese. I'm having protein throughout the day. I'm using healthy fats to make my vegetables taste better. I spend most of my carbs on healthy, low-carb foods, like, for example, an avocado, you know, bacon, turkey, provolone cheese, lettuce-wrapped uh, lunches. These are easy-to-make, normal people foods, nothing weird about it, and it's healthy, and it's delicious, and that's what your body was intended to eat. Now, if you are having questions about what to eat, um, I put together food lists inside Extra Easy Keto, even with little pictures. I know. My publisher was like, oh, it takes up so much space, you know, printer ink, blah, blah, blah. They were trying to take them out. I'm like, no, we must put the little graphics in there. So I've made several posters, several charts with what to eat, you know, low carb this, low carb that, with recommendations, tables, charts, how much the serving size is, how many net carbs it is. And I've made them quick and dirty little cheat sheets for you. Now, if you have a doctor or somebody who's questioning you, maybe you're working with a dietitian, you might have diabetes, bring your book in and show them. Mark the pages with a little sticky note and go, these are the vegetables I'm eating. These are the fruits I'm eating. Show them. These are the lean protein and the meat and the fish that I'm eating. Show them. They will go, oh, well, yeah, that's great. I think there are assumptions and myths and false beliefs about the keto diet out there, and you just really need to combat them with specifics. Now, keep in mind, you don't have to be addressing your issues or what you're eating with everybody. This is only when you feel the need to justify yourself or explain yourself, as might be the case with a family doctor or a practitioner that you're working with on your health team. Now, that's different. But other people, you can say, uh, it's none of your business. You don't need to know. Just, they don't need to know. It's none, none of your business, people. Just keep in mind and reassure yourself in case you are the critic that's worried that we are eating real food that is filling and nutritious. You are not in any danger. Your health is going to be better than ever. Amazing. Now let's move on to number four, because I told you we'd go fast today. Number four. Here's a something to think about when you hear these negative ninnies comments. This is very important to think about because a lot of these naysayers or critics, like I said, they may be ignorant. They may just not know. That's possible. But aside from that, a lot of the coworkers, the best friendish, the person at church, the neighbor, <laughs> the sister-in-law, it could even be your spouse or your partner, your kids even. But here's what happens, you guys. Some of these naysayers, they often get jelly. Here's my jelly. <laughs> now, do you know that expression? You know what I'm trying to say here? Tell me in the comments if you do. But a lot of your critics out there, a lot of these people that are pushing your buttons and really, you know, you're going to die from eating toast. These people, these critics out there who are questioning you and poking you, they may just be a little bit jelly about all the awesomeness that you are showing. They might want to be losing weight too. And they might look at you and be like, dang, that girl's got it going on. Or that guy's got it going on. They look at you and they're so jealous. They're like, how does that person do it? I wish I could do that. You know, maybe they're trying to lose weight. Maybe they're trying to lose, um, lose some bad habits. But whatever they're doing, they're, they might be having trouble. And then they see you and you're happy and healthy and you're like, I'm good. I'm good. Check me out. And you're walking around in your new pants or, you know, talking about your last visit from the doctor's appointment and they were saying how awesome you are. They might be jealous. They might be not knowing how to say it. What do you guys think? Is that possible? I think jealousy makes people act crazy and do and say horrible things. Now, this, again, can be 
family. That's where it's most tricky because maybe yesterday they were extra nice and complimentary and supportive. And then your best girlfriend is now saying mean stuff, right? Or like, eh, it's not healthy. It's your kidneys. So this is the, the mentality I call the bucket of crabs. So I have my little bucket here. Now, crabs, as you know, or maybe not know, when crabs are placed in a bucket, like at the ocean, if you catch them, if you put a bunch of them in a bucket and you're going to take them home or go, the kids are playing with them, this is what will happen. If one crab is starting to like walk out the side, like, help, I'm getting the heck out of here. He's getting up there. He's going over. He's going back to swim. The other crabs will pull that crab back down. This is a real thing. This really happens in nature. They will pull that crab back down to try to get out themselves. But they will, you know, sacrifice that person. It's kind of like people drowning. Have you ever heard that thing about when someone's drowning and you go out to save them and you're not the best swimmer, you don't have a flotation device? The drowning victim will push you down and squash you and drown you trying to save themselves. It's not that they don't love you. You know, kids, husbands, spouses, Family members, this happens when someone's drowning, but instinctively they freak out and that's what happens. Think of it that way. I try to have empathy for the bucket of crab situation. I know they feel jealous. I know they might just feel stressed. I know they might feel panicked and they don't know what to do. I mean, they see you changing. It's scary. They, they're envious. They're worried. They're, they're looking at themselves going, why can't I do that? And it's this whole swirl of emotions. You have to be ready for this, you guys, because it can be really triggering. It is especially triggering when it is your immediate, like, support person. So here I am, my before picture, almost 300 pounds. Here I am with the husband. Here he is. And we've been married almost 20 years. But we were together when I was a heavier person, when I was almost 300 pounds. So at first in my journey, the husband was not always supportive. He, bless his heart, wanted to be, but he didn't know how. And it wasn't that he was trying to lose weight. He was pretty thin, but I was changing the routine, changing the behaviors, changing the food in the house. You know, there's jealousy, there's fear. What if that person, you know, loses a bunch of weight and then runs off and divorces me or finds another boyfriend or, or spouse? There's a lot of complicated emotions going on. So you have to feel empathy for the people who are acting out, lashing out, and saying ridiculous things. Try to have empathy. It's the only thing that really worked for me um, during my process. And so when my husband would start telling me to go, why, are you, why aren't you done with this? You look fine. You look beautiful. I love you just the way you are. Can we please start buying Chips Ahoy cookies again? That's what he said, word for word. When that's happening, I have to say to him, thank you for telling me you love me like I am. Thank you for your support. This is how I need you to support me going forward. We're not buying cookies and stop asking me. But it's a hard, complicated road to get there. I understand, I understand. Now I talk a little bit more about that issue, about how to combat this in, if you have your copy of Dirty Lazy Keto, get started. There's a, go to the index and look up Bucket of Crabs because I have like a whole chapter on just this emotional topic. This book is more for um, the whole story. You know, it's got everything in here, the Do Lazy Keto, Get Started. Um, and you want to get the revised and expanded version. Don't get the mini guide or some stuff from like 20 years ago. This is the book you want. Make sure you get this one from your library or your bookstore, order it online. If you want the quick and dirty, get started. 
that's going to help you a lot. The food list, the day-to-day, the mechanics, this is your seven-day, you know, nuts and bolts, fire in the hole. Boom! Get, get moving with extra easy keto. Um, so anyway, remind yourself with that bucket of crabs, those complainers. That's my whole thing with number four. I know it's a lot. But remember, it's their issue, not yours. It's not that the ketogenic diet is not healthy or strong or fabulous. They are just working out all their weirdness and all their issues. Have empathy for them. It's the only way you're going to get through it, I think. That works for me anyway. Tell me what works for you. You can cut them off too. (laughs) Sometimes you have to, right? You got to cut some of these people off that aren't really in your corner. Or just give them time. They might get there eventually. So here we go. Let's go on to number five. Remember I said there was five today that I wanted to talk about. But bottom line, if you're starting to panic, the, the naysayers, the critics, or even your inner critic is starting to panic, like maybe the ketogenic diet's not healthy, maybe, maybe. And you start to worry and all those people are starting to trigger you. Think about this. The proof is in the pudding. Now, I wanted to have a box of pudding, but I didn't want to trigger you. (laughs) But really, think about the proof is in the pudding. If you are on the ketogenic diet, things start happening that are amazing. Like, for example, not taking insulin or reducing the amount or not taking diabetes medication. That starts to happen. People are starting to have normal A1Cs, right? Normal blood work. If it's not A1Cs or something to do with blood sugar, it might be related to a medication that that person takes, maybe high blood pressure or acid reflux. Um, A lot of folks, they get on the ketogenic diet. They're starting to lose weight. It's not just about, you know, oh, I'm in a size this or I'm on this scale and this size. It's more about how you feel. These folks are feeling amazing. They're having more energy, including me. Maybe they're getting rid of a CPAP machine. They're not feeling hungry or like stressed out. They're not feeling all moody and hangry and crazy all the time. The proof is in the pudding. So sometimes that's the bottom line is all the critics, the naysayers, even if it's you, show them wrong. Show them who's boss. Show them how it works. That's what I did. That really helped me, especially with coworkers who were all whispering behind my back like, oh. She's probably, uh, she probably had weight loss surgery. She probably did this. She probably did that. She's probably, uh-uh. I just said, mm-hmm. All y'all can gossip and say what you want, but look at me. I'm having amazing energy and health. I'm getting rid of my headaches. I'm sleeping through the night. I have better skin. I feel more self-confident. I feel more attractive. I am not having inflammation. I'm not having sore joints. I'm having energy. I am not napping in the afternoon. I'm not sleepy after a big meal. This is fantastic news. So the proof is in the pudding. If you love hearing more about all of these issues, if you love hearing more about the benefits of the ketogenic diet, I will link up a a video next, which is just on the hidden benefits, the the reminders about how great this lifestyle is. Because sometimes you need to hear all that, like, okay, you're right, you're right. I can, you know, yes, this is amazing. It's worth it. You know, having a taste of mashed potatoes versus having a CPAP machine. Let's go back and forth here. You know, having to take insulin or diabetes related medicines or losing a limb or losing your eyesight versus eating bread, donuts, candy. When you start looking at it that way and you start comparing health issues, medications for high blood pressure or, you know, whatever, um, headaches all day, migraines, you know, having um, hormonal imbalances. 
being able to eat in a way that addresses those issues and balances them out to give you a lifestyle that's healthy, sustainable, it feels good. Not only all of that, but then, you know, your body starts trimming down and you're able to wear fun clothes and different shop in different departments. All this happens at once. So this is a lifestyle that is sustainable. It is healthy. You can do this forever. I'll never go back. People often ask me, okay, now what happens, Stephanie? What happens after? What happens after? You're going to lose all the weight and then what? And I'm like, okay, don't just ask me. Ask folks like Jeannie. Jeannie, she's right here in the corner. Look at her. She has lost 167 pounds with the help of Dirty Lazy Keto at age 59. So many of our success stories are shared in Women's World Magazine and First for Women. Ask the success stories of our group. Ask them, did you go back to eating mashed potatoes? Are you eating donuts now? What are they going to tell you? Heck no. They're like, this is amazing. I can do this forever. And yes, they might eat a little bit more net carbs, but they balance it out and they continue eating the same low net carb foods, the same high fat, low carb foods as they did to lose the weight. They continue to eat those foods, maybe just a little bit more of them, I would guess. But ask them. The proof is in the pudding. So you guys stay tuned for the next video. I'll link that up next. And just know that I'm here to support you on your journey. You know, whether it is you are watching the YouTube videos that I have that are free, you can subscribe to the Dirty Lazy Keto YouTube channel. If you're listening to the podcast that I have, which again, free weekly videos that you can, or audio um, podcasts that you can listen to in your car, on a walk, at work. Um, maybe you're following me on Instagram to get ideas or reminders about, oh, you know, you could chop up lettuce and put spaghetti sauce on it for dinner instead of having to go shop for those fishy noodles. I'm here to support you, you guys. I'm here to help you. I'm here to inspire you. I want you to do this and I'm here to cheer you on. I'm gonna keep going, way to go, way to go. So give yourself a huge round of applause for being here. Say in the comments, say, yay me. I did it, I did it, I stayed the whole time and I learned X. Tell me which of those five things we talked about resonated with you the most. Tell me, and tell me why, if you want to. I love hearing your feedback and your comments. So give yourself a huge round of applause. I believe in you. I know you can do this. You can do it. You can do it. Say yay for me. Yay, yay. Are you still saying yay? Yay, yay. Say yay, 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 yay. Yay, yay, yay. You can do it, you guys. I believe in you. I love you. And thanks for watching and being here every week. Well, that about wraps it up, folks. Thanks so much for listening and for being part of the Dirty Lazy Keto community. I'm here to support you. I am here to help. Would you like to be notified when a new episode drops? Sign up for my free newsletter so we can keep in touch. Enter your email at dirtylazyketo.com and I'll just send you quick notifications when something new is going on. My newsletters are free, of course, and you can unsubscribe at any time. Did you enjoy today's podcast? Do me a favor, tell a friend. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review the Dirty Lazy Keto Podcast. I believe in you, my friend. I know you can do this. See you next week, Keto Superstars.